0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Throw Down Sports. I'm your host, Henry. This is a podcast where we keep you up to date and we discuss sports. So, so much has been happening in the NBA, in the NFL. Just so much has been happening. So I'm not going to waste any time. So coming up in today's podcast, we're going to get into, we, well, we got to discuss the NBA first thing because it's crazy. We got to discuss that first thing. Then we're going to have into big headlines to keep you up to date, answer some questions. And then at the very end, we have a hot take that just sounds crazy. So make sure you stick around at the end for that okay so we're getting started with the nba absolutely insane last night the miami heat got the win over the los Angeles lakers 115 to 104 but the big story here is jimmy butler dropping 40 points 13 assists and 11 rebounds absolutely crazy no bam out of bio and no gordon jackage for this game three this is insane this is this is a lot bigger than people think. So, the, so they are now trailing two two to one, but just think, they are now two to one instead of zero and three. This is this this makes such a big difference. So we got a question sent in, and it says, "What did the Heat do right?" The, what the Heat did right. It all starts and ends with Jimmy Butler. He was incredible from the start to the finish. Butler is the only the third player in NBA Finals history with a forty point triple double, and the other two that have done that, Jerry Weiss... Or Jerry West and LeBron James. Not only that, Jimmy Butler scored or assisted 73 points. That is tied for second most NBA history. That is trailing Walt Frazier. So, what they need to do for Game Four? Most likely, but not positive. Most likely, they will have Bam Adebayo and and or Gordon Drakic back for Game Four. That will be a huge boost. Jimmy Butler coming off of off of this incredible game, like this career, uh, this career record-breaking game—not record-breaking, but career game by Jimmy Butler, coming off of this, I would not be surprised if they grab a game a game four win, especially if they get Bam Adebayo or Gordon Dragic back. Both of them would be phenomenal. That's going to be the biggest boost. So if they get both those guys back, Jimmy Butler again. Because he hasn't played bad at all this series. In Game game 1 or Game 2, he's still played good. So if he plays like that again, with Bam and Gordon Jack is back, I would not be surprised if they grab a Game 4 win, Game 5 win. I, I'm not going to go too far, but we'll leave it there for now. Jimmy Butler. Bravo, my guy. Bravo. So anyway, we're going to now move on to our next segment. That is Big Headlines. Yay! Time to dive straight into our big headlines for today. This is a little bit older, but still a massive headline. The Doc Rivers has agreed to a five-year deal to be the coach of the Philadelphia 76ers. This is huge for the 76ers, because I feel like now, this will push them into, instead of rebuilding mode, this will push them into winning mode. Anyway, our other big headlines is very good over in the NFL after, as you probably know by now, Cam Newton tested positive for COVID-19 a couple days ago, but today was announced no new COVID-19 positive test for Tennessee Titans, New England Patriots, or Kansas City Chiefs. So the New England and Kansas City game will be played. And also, along with that, no Tennessee players have tested positive for COVID-19. So some good news there. But then we're moving over to some bad news for our other big headline. Nick Chubb, the Cleveland Browns running back, is expected to miss several weeks after suffering an MCL injury to his right knee. I do not think that this will phase the Browns that much because when he got when he was injured, uh, last last uh, on Sunday, Kareem Hunt came and he filled right in perfectly and he and he rushed for two touchdowns. So I don't think they will be hurt that bad by that. That's that's why Kareem Hunt's there. He will be the perfect backup backup running back. He will definitely fill in. But anyway, that was your big headline for today, and we're moving on to our next segment. Yay! Our next segment is a brand new segment called Winner and Loser. So, it's just how it sounds. For week four of the NFL season, I'm going to go over our biggest winner. Basically, just, just our winner. And then I'm going to also go over our loser for week four. I'm going to get into it starting with our winner. Number one pick, Joe Burrow. On Sunday, Joe Burrow became the first rookie quarterback in the NFL history for the, to, to throw for 300 yards in three straight games. That is insane. But... Sunday was more than just that for Burrow because he actually got his first win in the NFL. That must feel very good. It's pretty clear he's got a ton of talent and a whole lot of potential. But I got to feel bad for him because that offensive line he is forced to stand behind. has He's forced to stand behind, has so many holes. Bengals got to do something about that. He took only five hits on Sunday. Not a whole lot, but still. It, it's Congratulations Joe Burrow getting his first win and that record for 300 yards in three straight games only for ever do that so he is our winner for week four and it is time for our loser and at first this might sound weird because you might be thinking hey this actually sounds like a winner but then I'm going to get into why this actually is clearly our loser for week four so our loser is Dallas's defense just just like dooming Dak so let me explain before this year, the all-time record for most passing yards in a team's first four games was 1,557. That was set by Kurt Warner in 2000. Even though he threw for seven interceptions in those four games, the Rams went 4-0 because Warner was lighting up every defense he played. So, this—that's not really the. This is the actual. I'm going to actually get into it here. This season. Dak Prescott has absolutely demolished that record, throwing for 1,690 yards through Dallas' first four games. Just shattered that record. Sunday, he threw for a career-high 502 yards, including four touchdowns. It was Dak Prescott's third straight 450-yard game. Third straight. That is crazy. Nobody else has ever done that in history. But here is why they're a loser. The Cowboys still lost because their defense allowed 49 points to the Cleveland Browns. The freaking Cleveland Browns, they allowed them to score 49 points. Dak is making football history over here, and the Cowboys are 1-3 is their record. The Cowboys' defense is an absolute embarrassment. Sunday, they allowed 307 rushing yards, the most by any team since 2018. They're just Dax over here setting records, making history, going off, having a having a career season, having career games, and they're over here sitting at a one and three record. Absolutely embarrassing. It's crazy. You can't have that happening. Dallas is allowing 36.5 points per game this season. That's the worst defense in NFL history. The Giants in 1966 allowed 35.8 points per game. It's it's true that some of Des, uh, some of Dak Prescott's big numbers are because of Dallas's terrible defense. I will admit that, but still, when you when is still is still, he wouldn't have been trying to score so much if the Cowboys hadn't allowed so many points. That's why I'm thinking the defense may have helped him a little bit. But still, they're one in three, and Dak's over here shattering records, making history. You gotta feel bad for. I mean, Dak's Dak's a winner. The Cowboys are a loser. Dak's a winner. Cowboys defense is a loser, which, which means Cowboys are losers. But Dak is still setting history. But anyway, we have to fit in a short break here. When we come back, we have a crazy hot take that just sounds absurd. We'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Restaurants.com. With Restaurants.com, you can save at thousands of restaurants across the country with just a few clicks. Their dining deals range from $5 to $100, never expire, and cost you a fraction of the face value. Dinner has never been easier with Restaurants.com. Use for dine-in, takeout, or delivery. And Restaurants.com is offering our listeners 50% off their next purchase by going to www.restaurants.com slash podcast. That's www.restaurants.com slash podcast for 50% off your next purchase. Restaurants.com is the best deal for every meal. And we're back from that break. Big thanks to Restaurants.com for sponsoring this episode. But anyway, right into our hot take. This hot take sounds so crazy, but let me get right into it. So my hot take is, hear me out on this. The Atlanta Falcons are NFC contenders. NFC champs. Listen. Just listen. Hear me out. Yeah, I know. I know. It's crazy. All the talk in the NFC South is about Tom Brady and the Bucks and this and that and all the hype in Tampa. But do not sleep on these Falcons. They're healthy. They're finally healthy. They've added a massive threat off the edge with Dante Fowler Jr. So their defense is good. They also have offensive weapons. And... I okay and I know that they've gone 0 3 so far. Listen to these. listen to these scores. Lost to the Bears, 30 to 26. Lost to the lost to the Cowboys, 40 to 39. Lost to the Seahawks, 38 to 25. All of those teams are insane and they're going against the Packers tonight for Monday Night Football. All these they're going against really good teams and they're cutting it so close. That's I just feel like they're so so close. I think if they can just get the, get work a little bit harder, they can win those games. And offensively, they still have—have have we forgotten Matt Ryan in 2017 was the MVP, had a career year, led them to the Super Bowl, and was so close to winning the Super Bowl? Have we forgotten about that? Have we forgotten how good Matt Ryan has, is capable of playing? Have we forgotten about that? I know a lot of Falcons fans have wanted to forget about that Super Bowl, but I've, have we forgotten Matt Ryan is an MVP, almost Super Bowl champion, and probably would have been Super Bowl MVP? And they still have one of the best wide receivers in football with Julio Jones, and they added an extremely motivated Todd Gurley. I don't know if he can if I mean he's if he can stay healthy. I think that he can be lethal and one of the most dangerous running backs in the game. Yes, so far I know he hasn't done much, but I think if he gets going, he can do something. And oh yeah, they also have Calvin Ridley, who has lethal star potential. Atlanta can easily go at in at least like ten and six, uh nine and seven. I put them 10-6, and six, and they can go to playoffs, make a run, and I just – it's just a hot take. It, I just have a feeling that you got—you can't sleep on the Falcons, so definitely make sure you're watching out for the Falcons this season. Anyway, that was our hot take for today, and we're moving on to our next segment. Yay! It is time to answer our question that got sent in. If you would like to send in a question, you can email me at throwdownsports1 at gmail.com or you message me through any socials. Links will be down in the description. So, our question that got sent in today was, how can the Lakers avoid any further NBA Finals trouble? It comes down, in my opinion, to the three-point shooting. I know that it sounds kind of weird to say that the Lakers need to make more three-point shots. The best the best shooter so far for the Lakers have, has been Markeith Morris with 44.8%. That's really good. And the next best shooter is Rajan Rondo with 41.5%. But as you name the other lists and their other percentages, I feel like they're, some shooters are not doing as well as they could be, in, in, actually as well as they should be doing. That's including Danny Green, who is 33.3%. He should be way higher than that. Kyle Kuzma is also exactly 30, 33.3%. And Alex Caruso, who is 27.3%. The Lakers haven't been a great three-point shooting team this year. They're not the best, but they're slightly better than the regular season numbers as 35.5%. The Heat have switched up its defense in Game 3. They were playing a lot more man and playing the shooters a little more aggressively. Still, there's concerning stats. According to the NBA tracking data, I found the stat, the Lakers shot better on contested field goal attempts, 40—that's 48.1 percent. than uncontested, which is 40.4. How that makes sense, I have no idea. That includes an 0-for-9 mark on uncontested shots by, KC, K, by KCP, Danny Green, and Rajon Rondo. The Lakers hit just one of their final 11 attempts from three. They have to be better, and that's really the one thing, in my opinion, that I think they really need to improve on is that three point shot. They just need to be bombing up their three point shots, because that's what it's going to come down to, and that's how they can, that's how they can keep keep chugging along and try to and try to not allow the Heat to come off with that momentum from Game Three and just come out and get another win. Because I know the Lakers want to finish, they want to finish what they started. So a way for them to do that is focus on three point shooting especially KCP, Danny Green, Rajon Rondo, and Alex Caruso. So we'll see what happens there. But that is my answer to that question. Thank you for sending in that question. Anyway, that is going to do it for today's episode of Throwdown Sports. I really hope you guys enjoyed. We're nonstop entertained and we're kept up to date. I'm your host, Henry. I will be back on Thursday. All social links will be down below. Make sure you go check them out and follow us on Spotify. I'm Henry. Peace out, everybody.